All right. So I've said it before and I'll keep saying it, but the Bay Area is not to be underestimated in the music scene. And my guests today are no exception. These three gentlemen have been revving Oakland and the Bay Area hard. <laughs> and to talk about their latest collaborative project, East Shore Highway, I'd like to welcome Monty Draper, Brookfield Deuce, and DJ D Sharp to the Bar for Bar podcast. Thank you for joining me, you guys, on this wonderful Sunday evening. <laughs> yo, yo. Oh, what's good, man? What up? What up? What up? Hopefully everyone's power stays on. <laughs> it's wild right now. <laughs> I'm outside with it. <laughs> I guess it's best outside then. <laughs> uh, now, y'all just dropped the project East Shore Highway last week on the, what was it, the 16th? I don't even remember what day it is anymore. 16th, yeah. Show. Now, getting right into the music thing, uh, what are y'all's influences? We'll start at the basic. <laughs> like, who influenced you guys and like what sort of uh, impact does that have on your music? Uh, we can start with Monty if you want. <laughs> um, man, really, to be honest, it's just that early, early 90s gangster rap to be... 100% honest, like that's that's kind of was my lullaby, and I and I referenced that in Bohannon, so it was kind of a big day to reference that being my lullaby specifically, um, specifically Scarface, and have him interact with the video by way of the, the OG legend uh, Tom Capone. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like that. Those those were my early influences. Not the and we did me me and you got to talk about it before the show started too. And then a bunch of a bunch of rap that we wouldn't even listen to present day. Uh, we was making fun of like the chingies and all that stuff. But I can't really, I can't really make fun of it because I was really listening to that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, I make no mistake. Like popular music is really was really what I was listening to. Show <laughs> most definitely. I mean, like like we were saying before, <laughs> you can't forget about what you was actually listening to back like, in the day. Facts, facts. You want to you want to seem cooler than you are. At least I do. And then there's a bunch of niggas <laughs> running around doing, doing the same thing that was jamming all that shit. So that's kind of like kind of just my my way of keeping it fun and like continuing to like like just evolve because there's so much new fresh shit coming out. So I'm kind of more inspired by current music to be honest with you. Then my my group mates just happen to be some of the the dopest cats moving, you know what I'm saying? And 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 as a whole, from writers, Jane, Deuce, Mo Green, Sharp, like is so really just trying to stay inspired by current stuff, like you know what I'm saying? Show. Uh Deuce, what you got? <laughs> uh, along the same lines, uh heavy East Coast, uh heavy Midwest. I mean um my family, my grandmother's side of the family is from upstate New York. So I grew up listening to a lot of, you know, Buffalo, Rochester, Griselda Town type music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up listening to a lot of Hove. Um, Hove is my favorite rapper, artist, period. Um, you know, I grew up listening to a lot of stuff in the South. Uh, I'm probably more influenced by that stuff than I am of uh, bass stuff, but the bass stuff is there too. Just like the the energy and the aggressiveness is there from like my big influences like Adrian, uh, Scar X, Rapping Ryan, uh, you know stuff like that. Uh, too short, but mostly is from former words, heavy East Coast rap, boom bap stuff. Now, Sharp, it's a little bit different because you on the production side, but 
how's it how's it go for you like where where do you get the influences from uh for me it's broad um you know uh if anything it starts with a tribe called quest and like native tongue and all of those guys but then you know because that's where i really learned to like i started digging when i started listening to them so like mm. um but then I've always known about sampling. I think Molly Maul was like the first time I like, like, oh, somebody sampled something. But um, now nah, for me, it's like, it goes back to that. Like, you know, and then all the East Coast DJs, like mostly Philly DJs, like uh, oh, Cash Money and, and, and um, you know, uh, of course, Jazzy Jeff and um, DJ Miz, like, like those cats, those were the, like, humongous influences on me and um so like that's the east coast side of things but then also you know it comes back to the bay and and it was you know too short it was um um a lot of uh you know a lot of stuff like it's crazy man it's crazy with this project even you know what i mean with 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 money and deuce because to me it comes full circle like i i i, I was I was born in Brookfield. You get what I'm saying? So me and Deuce, lightweight cousins, is, is crazy when you really break it down. But that's where I learned hip-hop at in Brookfield. You know what I mean? Before I moved with my mom to a different neighborhood. But right. then at the same time, I was learning to DJ in Richmond, which is where Monty is from. And I just found out from my big homie who I was DJing from. He said that he know your mom. Like your mom is his uh is his cousin. <laughs> he, he hit me with praise. He hit me from the he hit me with praise from the record today, uh the other day. And he was like, yo, I just found out Monty Draper, that's my cousin's son. That's wild. Yeah, that's really <laughs> it's wild. Dude. That's the that's the day for you though. That's really the best. That's true. You. I just I, I I just seen my auntie Loretta last night That's at my, my uncle, auntie. at my uncle's birthday party. She was like, "Sharp is my cousin." I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> That's weird. Oh my god, That's crazy. I love the bay. I love being no, from but here, that, bro. but it's crazy to me though that with this project and with all the love has been getting and how it all came together, it's just to me it just show you how God worked, bro. Like. Thanks, for me, thanks. it came full circle with, with with everything. Like literally in Richmond, I learned to be a better DJ. I all my crates came from Richmond. You oh, know what shit. I mean? I was getting all my stuff from Rob and then from from Rob, from Big Rob, and then uh, it was Rob who worked at uh, Jones and Harris. Mm -hmm. He used to get the the, the promos, and and that's how that's how I built my record collection. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. <laughs> Man, that's wild. I didn't know that, bro. That's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it is, it, things will surprise you in the Bay. <laughs> Shoot, everyone know everyone somehow. somehow. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That just make the that just make the title of the album even even make more sense. Like the name of the group and it being self titled, which is being called East Shore. Like exactly. It, it, it was the bridge to bring everything together. Was was the streets like where we from you know what i mean that's that's how much of a visionary deuce is though like we we might have had two songs done and he go i got it 
I got it. I got it. He like he came in there and fleshed the whole concept out before the music was done. I I, just, I don't know. I'll, I'll never forget that. And like just going, bruh's brilliant because if, if and now now we here having this conversation. Yeah, that's really some visionary shit. That's crazy. Right. That, that's dope because I was actually just about to say like how the name come about. <laughs> like I mean, obviously <laughs> East Shore Highway, but <laughs> but that's dope. Like so, what was uh. Like, what sort of things did you bring to the table then, uh, Deuce, like when, when you brought up the, the name of the album? I mean, I was just thinking about the fact that me and Sharp are from Oakland, Monty's from Richmond, yeah. and the, the highway that connects both of those cities together is East Shore Highway. And we wanted the album to be street music. We wasn't trying to, you know, make songs like that. We just was happy just rapping. Um, and... We recorded this album the same time as we recorded uh, Grand National Season One, and we we were focused on, you know, instrumentation and hooks and melodies and all of that with Season One and BTS, and this was like the the side and, thing, and like and you know, like the, bre- the breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. This That's was like, oh, we finally get to rap more than you know four or eight <laughs> bars. Yeah, you, know? you get more than one verse. <laughs> yeah, so. We were we were more interested in just doing what we love listening to, you know. And Sharp had the sound, and we were just ready to ready to work, you know. But it all came together based on, you know, our upbringing, our like the streets that we grew up from, you know. So East Shore Highway made the most sense because it was the the highway in between. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, it makes a lot of sense, of course. <laughs> um. Now I was actually going to go up next. Like, how is it? How does it feel different uh, recording like during this whole pandemic thing that we got going on? Like versus regular times. Well, this uh, East Shore, East Shore, and season one at least was done well before the pandemic. Right. Like we we were doing this with the plans of being able to tour. Uh, Sharp's market internationally is crazy. Deuce's market, uh, Pacific Northwest, but domestically. And then I was, I was, on, I was on my way to tour my solo stuff. So we had plans of being on the road. None, man. We 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 didn't see this coming. You know what I'm saying? Of course, but yeah. The what it did afford us though was to really, really um, focus on the album. You know, in the in the landscapes of what the classics offered. And where it's a, a, a complete listening experience from beginning to end, no matter how long it is. And I, I really, I really got to, like we did in season one, like tipping our hat to Kev and his ear for production. Sharp was really in there on his Dre shit. Like, man, running to the car to test the masters and like, nah, the bass ain't, you know, it was I'm, it's some of the most beautiful shit you'll ever witness because it really was intentional. So to be in that intentional and that specific and to be rewarded ain't the right word, but for the for the av- the average consumer to appreciate that attention to detail um, has really been dope because from men to women to I don't care how old you are that's kind of been the feedback from from East Shore is like yo this as a as a whole aesthetically sonically is a is a joy you know what I'm saying and there was a time when that that wasn't it Deuce. Deuce put out America's Orphans, and I wrote this whole long piece that I wish I would have turned into a, a medium post about his attention to detail and like sequencing and all like all the shit that matters in the album that's supposed right. to. But <laughs> the world was moving so fast, it wasn't enough time to really appreciate it then. But I think what Grand National as a whole has done is a, is allowed to 
to reemphasize some of the, the great moments that these gentlemen and, and, and women, especially Jane and Kate, have had and go back and appreciate the catalogs and shit. And so Eshore is a testament to all that. Like Sharp really, I'm talking about like, hey, y'all, I'm about to go back in and tweak this. I'm like, I, hey, man, I got to roll with you because you know, and then every that's what everybody commenting on, you know? So it really is a testament to the process. Most definitely, because I was actually going to say, like, the production, like, even though it's, like, not necessarily the same sounds each each uh, track, like, it just works. <laughs> and, like, I was just listening to it again on the way home, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, this is just hella good. <laughs> oh, that's dope, man. That, that, that means a lot. You know what that comes from, real spit, is being a DJ and, and being a student of, again, Molly Maul being a student of Premier, being a student of Pete Rock, being a student of guys who put Dr. Dre, being a student of guys who put bodies of work together. You get what I'm saying? Like that uh, organized noise from Outkast, like, like that's that's what this is, this what this that's what this is all about for me. Is um, you know, listening to those records and being like, yo. Yeah, this is what we need to do, or this is, or if I ever got a chance to make a record, this is how it's going to be. That's like transitions and everything. That's some outcast shit. The, 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 you know, like like uh, like Monty was saying with the bass and all that shit. That's some Dre shit, you know. Um, the sample chops. That's Jay Dillon and 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 Premier. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little bit of everything, man. And yeah. Banks. You know what I mean? And, like and Banks, salute though, man. Yeah, so it's like it's 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 all that it's all that influence. Yeah, and it shows for sure because like you don't have anything that's like like it's not like one exact sound like it's a like, kind of like a mix of everything, <laughs> and it, it works out great too. Oh, well, that's one. I, if I could, just while we while even talking to the guys, because I'm I'm getting to revisit it and, and appreciate it differently too. Um, that I think that's what I enjoy the most is the when you talk about influences. Both I know for a fact, Sharp specifically, but Deuce for real, like they listen to everything, bro. And to represent that and not have it feel like uh, I think a lot of the, a lot of the critics will go, this isn't focused or it or it went off and it it didn't hold its direction. But for every bit of our influences to be represented at some point in this record and it never go off on a mania's direction is pretty impressive. So I got to salute my dogs on that. Like, however it is, like buttoning up a story, that shit, it ain't easy to do, y'all. So yeah. I'm, just, I'm, a, I'm appreciating that more than anything right now. Yeah, I, th I think if I'm if I'm appreciating something the most out of the record, I, I would say I'm most appreciative and proud of how brave everyone was um yeah. um i my cousin um she she sings she grew up in a church and she talked to me about the, the album she said she didn't listen to the album but she's been hearing snippets from everybody posting on stories and she was like super excited to hear the album because the snippet that everybody's posting is kblx and she was like, <laughs> she was like, people don't, people don't sing. Cause she's a singer. It's like, people don't sing Anita. People don't sing Luther. People don't sing, you know, certain songs are like off limits. 
um, I think that the bravery that we showed on this album was that we touched records that shouldn't be touched. I think that we like sharp touch samples that people have heard and they touched a lot that nobody know. But the ones that people know, you'd be like, why did he touch the one that Jay-Z <laughs> did? That's a Jay-Z beat. And then you rap on it and it's like, wait a minute. This tight though, you know what I mean? Or the Anita Baker sample is like, but that's Anita Baker. And it it when you when you listen to it with a rookie ear, it sounds like there is no chop. But then when you really pay attention to it, it is a chop. And then it's two samples in the same original score. You know, so it's like it was real detail put into it. And a lot of the the records, like I was telling Monty, we're breaking like every rule, you know, like no melody, no hook, longer than 16 bar verses. You know, the, the content is full coke rap, street rap, and it's not for kids. And you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's so many rules being broken versus the things that we did applying all rules in the Grand National Records. Like, technically, it shouldn't be successful, but it is because it's like, it's successful because it's breaking every rule. And it's like... That was uh, that was like super courageous, you know, and I'm like most appreciative and proud of that is just like we 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 was we was brave, you know, like we we really went there with the records. We we didn't have a level of uh, expectation based on the fences. We 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 grew wings. We just we like created freely. Man. That's dope to hear because I mean, like I feel like with well, with music in general and hip-hop specifically like there really is no rules but like people find rules to kind of like set themselves in <laughs> but like so like when you're when you realize like yo i can just do whatever <laughs> that's dope <Yeah. laughs> um moving forward though like with east Row highway i mean uh Monty and deuce I, i'm assuming you guys had a relationship before that and before grand national too but how did how did everyone get involved with East Shore Highway? <laughs> like how did that uh that come about, I guess you could say. I'll let Sharp take that. <laughs> that was uh, you know, it was crazy. So this is this is a it's I mean it's not funny, but we we I used to link up with Mo Green. Mm. You know what I mean? And me and Mo, because Mo is a nerd, he's a hip hop nerd, he's a nerd, he's a music nerd. This in general, oh, nerd so, all the way around, all the yes. way around. So like, <laughs> we connected like that, me and Mo Green, and um, and, Mo. like everything Mo Green dropped, like I've been a fan of. You know what I mean? So, um, nice. you know, so um, we had always talked about working. So I had a studio at my old crib, and he came through one time. We didn't, we, we didn't, we so much, we so, we so, like. We're so much nerds that we didn't even work. We just really was playing music. I was playing samples and, and just kind of chopping shit. And he would be like, oh, that's dope. And then we'd lose our train of thought and start talking about whatever was popping at the time, whatever, right? So we never recorded no music. So what happened was, long story short, I run into these guys and Mo Green at the I Am Summer uh, Festival. Hmm. And... Um, we're all sitting there because this is what this is now. This is before Griselda was Griselda. Like 
we all, and these guys are nerds too, just as much as Mo is. So we all nerding out on Griselda, kind of like we knew about the shit before other people did, I felt like, you know what I mean? Because we sitting there talking about being the butcher and, you know, all these guys and Conway and we, we just talking about the bars, the beats and everything. And then Mo says, yo, Sharp, Sharp got the Griselda loops. And then they like, you got Griselda loops? <laughs> And, and 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 this is just how I remembered it. And that's exactly how it went, though. That's exactly how it went. <laughs> and it was like, oh, sure. You know I was asking. <laughs> huh? Because you know I was asking for the loops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so it was like we, I think right then and there, we got on a text chat with everybody. And then we was like, we going to get in the lab. It took us a minute to get in the lab. It was like about a month, a month and a half, I think, something like that. Mm, yeah. But we finally got in the lab. Oh, no. What I did was I sent everybody the uh, Anita sample, the Anita chop. Mm. That's what it was. Mm. I sent that. And I think the next day, <laughs> Deuce came to the lab and recorded his joint. He recorded to it. I think Monty was on tour out of town, so he couldn't make the session. But that's the reason why... Um, it's so long. His verse is so long because he just got on there and started spazzing. And it was just bar after bar after bar, bar after bar. We both, I was in the lab with him. This is my first time working with him. And I was like, God, this guy, you know what I mean? So then I think uh, Monty, Monty might have heard. He's like, nah, man, I got to get, I got to get mine off. I got to get mine off. So then we had this, the first session with all of us, and I think we made layup line, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, I think, I think so. it was. No, nah, it was Bohannon, wasn't it? Was it Bohannon? Bohannon, oh, it yeah, yeah. Bohannon? Bohannon, Bohannon, Bohannon was yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. Bohannon was Bohannon. okay. It was Bohannon. <laughs> so I mean, but that's how it came about. I am yeah. Summer uh, tour. We 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 all kind of like got together and formed like Voltron there. It's <laughs> funny too because Kev Choice was there. And again, Mo Green was there and they were supposed to be a part of this whole situation. And we all were in the chats and it would just be the, the main three of us coming mm. through the studio. You know what I mean? And and it's funny, too, because, I mean, if you ask me, I think the way the solos came about is because <laughs> Deuce would come to the lab and just get on something and just go ham. And then Monty here like, Oh no, nah, man, I got to get <laughs> yeah. on this. Like, yeah. nah, nah, you're not going to leave me off this. <laughs> like, <laughs> so nah, that's how the solos came about. Man, hands up, hands up getting recorded. It's like that day probably going to haunt me for the rest of my life. bro. That record is crazy. And, and just miss, just missing the session. That's what you get, though. Bring your ass to the studio. It's a it's a lesson. But then, learned. but then you know, miseducation is is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was there for that session, though. Yeah, that's but see, that's and that's the other part too. Like Deuce not missing no studio sessions. So he no nah, Deuce ain't missing no session at, at all. He he gonna be there. But that was I had to like, nah, bro. You got hands up. You not getting no no like. One of them. It was. Like, it nah, was good. Was, nah, real good spirits, man. Everything was good energy. <laughs> that's dope because I was actually about to ask about the solo tracks too, but that <laughs> that explains that. Yeah, well, the my my two solos came when Monty had a wedding to be at, mm -hmm. and and then the solos was so good he didn't want to touch them, so he was. I, we was like, well, let's just add two solos for you, and then. 
do the rest of the records like we normally would do them. That's dope too, because like when I, like when I first listened to it the first few times, I'm like I didn't realize like that it was just solo tracks, like yeah. and that is just a credit to the production really, because like it yeah. just and the sequencing because like, it just flows so well. <laughs> and um, I know we talked about sequencing earlier, but like, I mean that's a huge part of it too. Like, how did y'all like figure out what the what, what, like where each track goes? <laughs> That was that was hella fun too, because I think we we because we've all are solo artists, so we we have our own sort of methods and strategies for configuring that. Um, that part yeah. is always real delicate for me because I, I want it like specific, flow wise, energy wise, and you wanted to tell a story. So I think we we may we may have had three, maybe four different variations of the other sequence, and it just kept moving stuff around. But it was always the solos, like for whatever Hello. reason, I. I, did, I couldn't see, I couldn't envision a world where the solos were like on in a world in their own um, and not and not telling apart because they were really um, call and response. Can you hear me? Uh, you're still cutting out a bit. You're cutting out short. It's like a little windstorm going on. So, yeah. <laughs> Hurricane Hyphy. <laughs> Hurricane, Hurricane Ivy is mania. <laughs> Hurricane Ivy is great. Okay, I'm about to be calling it two now. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Hyphy came through. Just fucked you know, all the sharp stuff up. <laughs> I know. Blew a garbage can over, you know. <laughs> the usual. We'll, we will rebuild. I, I I think for the for the sequence, you know, I think we all um I think we all did a track list of our own and then like brought it to the table and then we like played the law of averages and came up with an order. So <laughs> pretty much, yeah. That's really how it went. Sharp 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 had always had the idea layup line opening it. Um and then uh Bohan Bohannon felt like the like, felt like the thing the joint to build around for me personally. Yeah, um, and, then and then Deuce wanted to tell a story with the with the way the solos were configured. So I think it was best best case scenario like that where everybody got their their influence of how they would sequence their own individual record, like coming together. And that's another part too. Like collaborate collaborating, bro, is is it? We're gonna have to write a book on that shit. Like how we with everything. How, yeah, we we really we really we really. That's why the records are being received the way that they are, oh, man. We did come together. So, even when you think about the way businesses run in real life with Fortune 500 companies, and you know, like you go to college, and yeah, you go into college for yourself, but you go into a place where it's collaborative. It's a big community of people. You join the fraternity. You know, you get out. You join the company, and you have your teams, and y'all got your own little cubicle situation. You know, like everything is built on teams. We're all, mm. all like we're all like pack animals like humans are, are pack animals so like the ones that do it by themselves aren't necessarily the, the most successful people it's like it takes a handful of people to strengthen numbers take a village like all these sayings are like that because we're supposed to be coll collaborative you know and uh, facts. it's like the ones who aren't and, and I think that's one of the major issues with the bay is that we've let other other places tell us that they did things all by themselves 
to the point where we think that it's it's the only way or it's the cool way <laughs> to say I did it by myself or I got it out the trunk or out the mud on my own. I didn't have no help. Nobody <laughs> did nothing for me, you know, and I think that's to a fault when you think about the other regions, Atlanta, L.A., New York, you know, Texas, Chicago, like they're, they're all clicked up. They all got collectives. They all got, you know, situations where everything runs through, you know, a certain um, family tree and um, just that industry isn't necessarily built in the Bay, which is, you know, for us, it was like because we grew up listening to all these other regions and we're influenced by so many other different artists and regions that was at the top of our list, not just for East Shore, but just for, for Grand National in general, all of us as artists to, you know, be collaborative. Hmm. Yeah, most definitely, because like I've always said, like the best way to get it, well, music, but also just everything, like you said, it's best when you have some sort of collaboration because then you got more than just one person on the same page. Like everyone's kind of working towards the same sort of thing. Um, I mean, and then with music, like um, whenever you got like a single producer with the artist or a group artist, like that's, in my opinion, usually a, it's a recipe for a very solid project. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Um, but uh, yeah. what you're saying about um, how the Bay or, well, people in general are just kind of influenced by others for saying like, Oh, I came and did it all by myself. Like that reminded me of how um, I've seen an inter- or listened to an interview with too short. And he was saying like, yeah, back in the day, like everyone from the Bay would just work with each other. It wasn't like any sort of deal or nothing. We just did it because we all from the Bay. <laughs> and I assume that's still a thing that's happening, but <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure if things have changed. With you, that. I think for me too, like this project, was one of the times where I got outside and was like, I'm a really like seek people to collab with. You know what I mean? Like that's one thing that I that I think I wanted to change about my approach in just working and in doing music in general. Because like like uh Deuce was saying, collaboration is so it's so I mean both of them are saying Monty was saying it too, but it's like collaboration is so powerful and you get so much done when you get other people involved and then when you get like-minded individuals together and you know hip-hop nerds together you get good shit (laughs) you know what i mean um and so that's for me that's what it was like i really got out like i used to be like you know i i I only worked with certain few people but then i said no i'm not doing that no more i'm gonna step outside the box and work with other different cats and it was easy with these guys because i was already a fan of them you know what i mean like i listened to their records their body of work and was like yo who are these guys and like why aren't they like you know you know like bigger you know what i mean how come they're not like you know how come people don't know them like they know kendrick or know them like they know crit or know them like they know like all of these big ass rappers because they front they'll you know, wrap bars around them niggas if you ask me, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so that's what it is. Yeah, most definitely. And, like, that's that's why I keep, like, whenever I got anyone from the Bay on or, like, whenever I'm reviewing a Bay album, I'm like, yo, like, y'all need to pay attention. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, everyone's going to sneak up on you. <laughs> like, one day, like, everyone from the Bay is going to be 
what everyone's listening to and you'll be late <laughs> you'll be late I, I made a post about that like to me to me and hats off to 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 uh kevin allen and and and, and these guys with with grand national and how they like being the masterminds behind it bro like it is really something that like i've seen from a lot of different people like you we can't pinpoint the last time we really saw a movement like this in the bay area like you can't really yeah. like you know what is it was it hyro was it um what was it uh uh hbk like hyphy movement like when is the last time a group of people came yeah. together like this in the bay area to form and then also the music be so good that like you can't deny it you know what i mean there's no gimmicks there's no no one's chasing a hit we just making music. We just producing music and we spitting bars. That's what it is. Exactly. Y'all doing it for the love of the, the, the culture and the, and the music. Love for the culture. <laughs> that's why on all my shirts I got for love hip hop. <laughs> like that's what this is for. <laughs> now, uh, getting to the album itself, though. <laughs> um, like y'all said, you start off with Lay Up Line on purpose. Uh what reason you got for that one? <laughs> I, I think Layup Line just felt good as a, as the first record. And and um, one of my homies, you know, I go on these bike rides and shit, and one of my homies from the bike ride, he broke it down. He was just like the layup line. He was like the layup line is where, you know, when you on a team, that's where you kind of show your shit. You know what I mean? And, and you, you show like, you show the skills you got, and then you got the guy behind you. He's like, oh, that's what you about to do. Look what I'm about to do. You know what I mean? And um, he he said that to me. I, I didn't say that to him. He just broke yeah. it down like that. I was like, that's really. And then he and then he said, look at the he he referenced the back and forth between the rappers. He was like, yo, mm -hmm. they was going back and forth and like 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 a layup line, like you know what I mean. So that's just what it was, man. That's tight. Was that something intentionally that y'all had in mind when you were actually recording it, or was that just it just happened to be that way? <laughs> I think that's, that's why it's named Layup Line, right? Yeah, the first the first Layup Line boys, I'm Shep on the roof of no ball. Like that that first beginning part is like it for for we and we all hoop too. So it's like mm -hmm. in the layup line is where you really see cat like you can mentally you can make or break the other team in the layup line. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I've I've seen it countless times with some of the Oakland Soldier teams, like, and some of them Rebel teams too, where cats would literally the other teams would be at half court watching the other, um, watching the other teams uh warm up and kind of just get that intimidation factor. It was like, wait, this is how y'all starting? This the layup? This is what we doing on the layup line, bro? We don't stand a chance. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what the record was feeling like to me at the time. It was like, oh y'all. You don't have you have no idea what you're in for, you know. Far as far as like the the variety sonically with the beats, every sound, every every subgenre hip hop was represented. But then also to be, you know, to showcase the 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 versatility both as as lyricists, both Deuce and I, too. You know, we had to match. We had wherever Sharp was taking, we had to match it. And that's this is a game basketball specifically as a reference is a game of runs. Like who can adapt on the fly and 
it's a real showcase of like, nah, this is separating yourself from the from the field when you can do whatever, whatever beat we pull it up, what we got, you know, and that was kind of the mentality. Like I'm not turning down nothing, whatever sharp playing I'm rapping over. And I looked at Deuce, he was on the same type of time. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's heck of funny. <laughs> That's what was amazing to me too. Like during the, during the process of recording, like the guys that come to the studio and I'll pull up a loop. There were times where I look around and like I'll be, you know, chopping a loop or playing a loop. And then like I noticed that they wasn't into it, I'll switch right up. <laughs> and then like, you know what I mean? And then but then if I the next one I played or whatever, and then I and I I get the initial, ooh, you know what I mean? And then I see they already writing to it so i would just keep embellishing maybe adding drums or like just freaking the loop you know what i mean but that that's what was dope about this project to me because other guys i've worked with in the past they just be too picky man these guys aren't picky you know what i mean these guys are like yo if that shit feel good we going you know what i mean and and that's what it was with them and, and for me as a producer that was just liberating like to have some hyenas in there, you know what I mean? It like who really just like for the love of the sport, you know what I mean? And and that's why that's why this project came the way it is. Yeah, it shows too. <laughs> that's crazy because like, I mean, I feel like a lot of times nowadays, like producer will just send a beat to a to a rapper i don't like doing that yeah <laughs> i never like doing that like that's not my, that's not how i produce like i can send you a beat but you're not gonna feel it like exactly. y'all ever seen that clip of Kanye? i know y'all have but of kanye when kanye like just the, the the main clip is when when he was uh when the black album when he was selling jay on uh, oh, lucifer man. oh encore uh, no i was an encore yeah. I think it was encore, yeah. It was <laughs> and, he was, encore. And, he, and he was talking about the he talking about the break in there where he was like, and then Broke, hold, like, up, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 what you that's why you get in the studio with cats. You get what I'm saying? Most yeah. definitely. That, those are the those are the that that you want to create that mood and that vibe. You know what I mean? I'm I'm nowhere near as like, you know, uh, I'm not jumping on tables and shit like Kanye. <laughs> But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm there to like kind of drive it, so people can feel it. You know what I mean? Like, and when you're in a room with people, it's just different, man. Yeah, it's definitely a different feeling because it's not like you're just kind of waiting on them or like there's no vibe there. Like, if there's if no vibe, if you're in a different room, it's like, well, I right, well, this is a beat that I got sent. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, with I this? can send you a beat and have you get the screw face from the beat or the loop or whatever. But if we in a room and we all see that screw face at the same mm -hmm. time and we know, okay, oh, and then you got the competitiveness. They brothers, but for sure they going they both gonna style on you. So it's like they both gonna gonna try to outdo each other. And and that's what you want, man. Yeah. But me and Money also are we are we we believe in our ability enough to share where we are before it's finished. You know, usually you get into a room of rappers and they they go off into a corner and they hide their raps until it's time <laughs> to go record it. That's facts. I did watch that with you guys. That's real. I bring my rap to money like I, I got 11. That's what I got so far. And he might be <laughs> like, hey, 
add this line to this. That might sound good if you put this in there, and then Man, vice versa. Vice, so like, vice versa too, though. Yeah, like I'm not, it, I'm not, I'm not so egotistical about my raps, where I don't, I don't accept help. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if it's dope, I rap that shit. Now we 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 bond we kind of bonded over that too. Like really wanting to make classic West Coast music, like. And you start hearing how Dre and them was working and like pushing each other. You know what I'm saying? And and but only only black only black artists get that stigma. Oh, you ain't you ain't right. It is trash. You ain't do this. It's trash. You got help on it, bro. That is that is crazy. That is absolutely in, insanity. Man, in terms of like trying to make hit, trying to make history, and trying to make something that that lasts that's gonna outlive you. Right? You gotta really you gotta really 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 not have no ego involved and. Um, it was really dope working with Sharp and like getting like getting produced as opposed to like a hey, send me a beat and just rap over this bro and and again being rewarded for that and and people responding to the intention and like the like intentional little detail bro like some of them skits like we would like trying to place them and move <laughs> them and then taking one out and Kev coming to do one specifically for the record you know what I'm saying and then moving verses and chopping verses and the hooks and then add it like it's it's real just like detail work for the process is everything yeah then it's like like you're saying like you kind of need the that collaboration <laughs> like it, it that's what makes it at this point like cool you can do it all by your own but it's just so much better if you got someone there pushing you or helping you out with this stuff or stuff man look. um I think you said that Bohannon was the first one that you guys recorded? Together, together, yeah. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Um, so in all my, well, lightweight research, I guess, I can't figure out what Bohannon is referencing other than the middle school in San, Le San Lorenzo. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure that's not what y'all talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, Bohannon, Bohannon used to be uh, the continuation. In San Lorenzo, mm -hmm. it used to be oh, an adult okay. school. Oh, okay, okay. It used to be high school where you, I didn't even I know that. I didn't. I didn't know that. Either. That's why I'm laughing. My man said in all my research, I'm like, bro, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, I went to I went to San Lorenzo High. Okay, sure. <laughs> Dang, that's now nah, you know what it was. What it was was um, it it had the feel of Otis, right? The, the Kanye, Jay-Z, mm -hmm. the Washington Throne joint. So I think I I had I had like the 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 um the title that I had was Bring Your Own Guns or Bring Your Own Bars or something like that was that first and then oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it was BYOB. BYOB that's what it was. It was BYOB. Right. But we we because because of the oldest uh, similarities, we like they called it oldest because they flipped Otis ready, <laughs> and it's called Bohannon because we flipped uh, Bohannon records. I see. I <laughs> <laughs> man, that makes a lot more sense than naming it after the school. <laughs> yeah, everything about that record is. Jay and Kanye, <laughs> the video, the titling, yep. that, the back that and forth, that, that yeah. flip, that flip is crazy, bro. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Bohan is a dope, dope track for sure. 
and the video too so it's just dope because like all y'all there like it's like family <laughs> yeah yeah and it needed, it needed to it needed to feel like that i remember bohan like since we since bohannon was the first one we had and then having to sit on it and then every time we'd be in studios and you know it's, it's when you get into them rooms and everybody playing what they sitting on um i and, and I, a lot of music got a lot of music but for whatever reason i played bohannon first and just like watching the, the look on everybody's face, it's like, oh, okay, I know we got something for sure. But it's like, we we damn it was damn near almost a year exactly that we were sitting on that shit. So that's wild. <laughs> yeah, I know y'all got a shout out from uh, from Scarface on that one too. <laughs> Yo, that was crazy. Man, look, that's look, crazy. Look here, look here, man. <laughs> Shout out to Tom Capone, man. I'm telling y'all, I can't like that's another one of just like the legends. I wanted to sit down and just like just listen to, to tell stories about some of them records, bro. Cause it's like you talk about life changing music to be remembered forever. Like you don't you don't get access to that every day. Shout out to most definitely. <laughs> now um with the rest of the album, there was uh KBLX, which after the radio station, but y'all put on your own sort of flip to it too, because it sounds like the the beat to me kind of sounds like that in between uh, in between tracks, like oh you're listening to KBLX sort of sound. <laughs> but um, what where did uh, why y'all decide to go off of the uh, the radio station or like why y'all choose that name for the track? Just when we when we grew up, Anita Baker was like heavy rotation on that on that station mm-hmm. and the song is just when you hear it, it for us it that's the radio station you hear that song on yeah. <laughs> now i remember that 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 record in particular um they deuce did that first and then sharp was like he i remember him saying it at the first session was like oh we got the anita joint and right. they played it and then i was like I don't know if I want to rap on this, to be honest with you, because it, it was just such an insane record. It was kind of the way I felt about like my style and hands up, but they kept pushing that one. Like, yo, you got to do this second half of the flip. And the second half of the flip was crazy. I just was still thinking about what Deuce had just done in the first half. Um, and it wasn't until a bunch, like a bunch of stuff happened, but it wasn't until one day I was picking up somebody from Bart and it reminded me of sitting at the damn, because this is before cell phones, and if somebody said they was getting in on a train at 3.15 or whatever, you went and waited for them in, to arrive. And if they didn't get there, you like gave them like a 30 minute window, sometimes an hour. And me and my granny, we, we she had she had foster kids. So we would go wait for them to get off the train and sitting in that car. It's raining and KBLX is on. And that that it felt like that song always came on. You know what I'm saying? So like that specifically for me, that was like I was like. It was like Anita's, and it was like uh, KBLX, and then the, the homies like, no, nah, that's that's easy, easy call. But it was it was for me. It was a that was a real that in um that in uh, lay uh, layup line was like real specific like references like like visuals at the time. Right. So like it's just kind of things that came came to your mind like when you like just thinking on it, right? <laughs> Yeah, now taking this, um, was doing this like a script writing, script writing course, hmm. and it was just talking about the the films or or stuff that that make the most impact and like how 
how specific the reference is to the, the to the person who has the in, inspiration or whatever. And the more you can dial in on those specific details, even if they aren't universal, right? If you're not, if, because everybody isn't from the East Bay where they listen to KBLX and, and would get that reference, but the more specific they are to you, the more impactful they, they have the potential of being uh, universally. And shit, if it didn't work, because I'm still surprised that KBLX is, the, is people's favorite record, bro. <laughs> Uh, every rule, every rule. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the ongoing one, right? That's crazy. That's dope too. <laughs> that's definitely one of my favorite tracks too. <laughs> yeah. Why? 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 Why do? You, why, why is it one of your favorite tracks? It's just the whole vibe. That's really. a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. Because <laughs> like obviously like I didn't listen to KBLX like until like they started playing more recent stuff, but. I mean, and even then, I didn't really listen to the radio, but it's just like, it just, if it's like a chill song, it's like right kind of in the middle of the track, uh, the track list, like it almost to me, like in terms of sequencing, doesn't necessarily feel like an interlude, but kind of does, you know what I mean? Like, cause that's a long ass interlude. <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's... laughs> I mean, interlude in the sense that it's like kind of like a, a shift in sound, <laughs> Because it's not like yeah. it's not super heavy like all the tracks prior, and then just the next track just goes <laughs> like even or like my style is the next track right or no um oh, think thinking thinking, and like that's just got a whole different sound to it entirely. <laughs> so like to me like I just like how it sounds <laughs> like sonically. Yeah. Uh, that's also dope, the coke man. bars. Those are always fun too, but. <laughs> <laughs> Grab. It's crazy to me because when we made it, I didn't think that people was gonna be on it like that. Same. Hello. Yeah, you're good. Y'all, y'all hear yeah, me? We got we got you, Sharp. Oh, okay. Yeah, me no, I was saying about. Go ahead. No, I was saying about KBL. I don't know if y'all heard what I said about KBLX. You were saying you didn't think people, but I was be on saying I didn't. I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't think. I mean, I knew people was gonna like it, like. As, as but I, I thought people would trip because it was so long. But then again, you don't even trip that it's long. You know what I mean? Like you just you just vibe out to it. Exactly. And it's yeah. it's, it's one it's like a ride riding record. You know what I mean? Like it's something to ride to more than anything. Yeah. But that 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 was definitely one that I was I was worried about. But I was I wasn't worried I wasn't worried about it until I did like my style and you were like Man, we just did a song like that. You can't just rap for eighty bars. You got to put a hook in this. So that's how, like my style, got a hook. Because I was doing the same thing on like my style. So I was like, well, damn, we didn't fix this one. We- that boy was. I was falling. I was falling asleep that session. Same thing on like my style. He was right. Just straight rapping, <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was falling asleep during the like my style session, <laughs> and I was legit with my eyes closed as the beat was playing, and then woke up with a hook. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how it goes sometimes. That's cold. <laughs> that's crazy. Jeez. And I know y'all said that um all the solo tracks was well. <laughs> Deuce came into the studio alone, right? 
but then uh Monty, you you felt did you feel like you had to do the solo tracks then no 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 i was i was completely content with just them being that um like i don't know i for for me bro i'm a i'm a i'm gonna always be a fan first Mm -hmm. so it's like oh we'll just put a verse on i think it was i think it was like my style and I'm listening to it. I'm like, bro, this is a perfect rap song. I I don't have the heart to ruin this. Like, because even if it even if it is even if it is cool, right? Like it, it's kind of just like if you hear it. And I don't know. People can call it whatever they want to, but for me, if I hear it, I I'm not I'm not inclined to like force my way on it if I already think it's dope. Like if I can enhance it, cool. But the shit was so hard already. I just I didn't have a heart to go in there and try to force a verse on there, bro. And then hands up, like as, as for as jealous, like hands up would have been the one that I would have like ego would have told me to do. But it was like, nah, this song is perfect, bro. Don't ruin this. And and hopefully one day, like when we get the video done, the story will be like more vivid for everybody. Because I, I think because I, the way I feel about it, I'm hoping that everybody will feel the same. Like once you get to see it. Um, but then it was like, man, just leave them, leave them alone. And but then to make them fit. In the in the context of an entire of a collaborative album, it's like we'll do we'll do solos and then shit, man. Sharp Sharp just cooked those up, and I got to like sit 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 with them. And like Miseducation was one of the illest sessions. And then same same with Sorry, but specifically Miseducation and like having a conversation about what was what was trying to be conveyed and like again being specific about the the programming and the messaging. Like really want to have a have dialogue like all the you know, the women's rights and like all of that, all of that was taking place at the time it was heightened, like the women's march and everything and having dialogue and, and getting and getting educated as, as a black man and having having dialogue I hadn't had before and, um, and uncovering information I had never, never considered, you know, both out of out of out of out of pure ignorance and just like whatever whatever my privilege is as a as a male whatever that shit affords me where i didn't have to consider certain things um so it was real dope to do that record and, and be intentional about what was being said but it mm-hmm. also play on it because it's it's uh it's gangster rap too you know what i'm saying like it's it's all in the context of gangster rap but what is evolved matured gangster rap look like you know like if 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 hip-hop is now turning 42 or whatever like the the conversation is different and I feel like that's cool. Like, are we if we're affording everybody terrain to grow and evolve? Like, we gotta we gotta be that grace that gracious with the shit that everybody love, and that's hip hop. Everybody claim to love it, but don't offer it the same grace to grow, and really really eat, reach one and teach one. So, yeah, yeah, I feel that because I mean I think I forgot the guy's name, but um, he works with Sol- Selection, and he he's got mm-hmm. these like these shirts put out that it's like you can't um. You can't love the culture but not love the people. Facts. Like that's Facts. that's one part of it, but also like in the culture itself, you got to kind of evolve and yeah. like oh, like not not as not even allow, just like let people like grow and do their thing. Mm-hmm. Like you, like yo, we don't need gatekeepers for this sort of thing. <laughs> nah, not at all. Especially considering, like, I mean, hip hop is one of the youngest genres out there, but like as it's like you said, it's getting mature. Like. We have to start opening it up to more options and more people. Absolutely, absolutely, and that I think that's exactly what this this formation represents. Uh, Griselda represents uh, Grand National as a whole. 
Um, you see it with TDE. Uh, you see it as Dreamville as they as they age and, and mature. Like the the the, the intention of detail and how Black people are represented in in both the videos and what we're saying because the music is mantra is affir is affirmation is gospel, right? So we got to be real mindful of every fucking word that comes out of our mouth, and that's working. Deuce and I bonded over that. Honestly, our first session. And he like he he hey what you what you what you saying what your verse about and our rappers don't do that right they like he was saying they go in their corner and write Deuce was like nah bro what you saying so I can make sure we on the same page like I don't want to be talking about this and you talking about that and it just for whatever reason I really appreciated that because um, it was a transition I was making individually too was like really wanting to be hella intentional about how my how my voice lends to you know to the representation uh, of black americans for for real for real that's crazy because like i mean i think just with the events that happened this year like it's become a lot more of a, um, a point that a lot of artists are making like to kind of bring up uh black rappers black artists and just black people in general and just people who are constantly underrepresented like it's i mean more so now but like it's like really when you go back like there's a few people who are really just trying to like push it up like but now as it's maturing like it's mm -hmm. something that needs to be brought up for sure <laughs> yeah and 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 i mean I, I know everybody's going 2020 all this but that's that's why i became a fan of brookfield deuce in 2014 or whatever that was because bro was talking about it then you know he was he was still dialing it in and trying to you know trying to figure out how to articulate it but he ain't he's not he ain't straight away from this this is right in alignment with his branding and his messaging bro like this is right on brand so it lands different coming from him in 2020 when everybody is trying to pivot and 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 be woke when and and that's the type of time niggas been on you know like we've been thinking about how black people are represented so and it's not playing catch up for us. It's that the world is finally caught up to what niggas are saying. And then, oh, by the way, we just got some banging ass beats from Shark. So now, now niggas is listening for real. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy you say that because, like, for me, like, I was actually going to get at the guys after COVID and after uh, the George Floyd thing that happened and all of that stuff. And and then I listened, I was like, yo, we need a record about what's going on. But then I listened to the record and I was like, nah, we don't. Y'all dressing, y'all dressing everything in the record already. Like, and yeah. it's funny, like <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And and and, and um yeah. we but besides COVID, but like you talk about, you know, uh everything else, it was already being discussed. And we didn't need to go and, and, yeah. and, and do those records like that. You know what I mean? Facts. We already had them. Cops kill us. They never needed a reason. <laughs> if it's not a high key, stay away Yeah, it's like it's if it's already like part of your repertoire and like it just comes natural. Like and honestly, like I prefer that. <laughs> like, cause I mean, yeah, we do need to address what's happened, but also like we need to keep working on it. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like we can't just leave it just at that. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, that's something that I mean, as I've just as I've been focusing more on the 
lyric aspect of the of hip hop. Like that's something that I've been picking up on. Like, like, oh yeah, no, these these dudes has always been doing this, like even before twenty twenty. So it's like you kind of like get that extra, like uh, you gain more respect for people like, when that's not like, oh, they're like, oh no, I got to get on this. Like, you know, you can yeah. tell when it's genuine. Yeah, yeah for bro, sure. Art, that's art, art, that's art. that's my hope for everybody. You know, like uh, you guys, I'm, I'm not sure. I might be the only one to go through this, but you guys ever have dreams where you driving a car and you might drive like up the side of the bridge, you know, like the, like the, you know how the bridge go up and down like the little cables and you instead of you driving on the road of the bridge you drive on the cables of the bridge and go like as high as it go or like you're on a freeway in your dream and you're going way too fast and you end up driving off the, the side of the freeway into like a cliff of nothing but before you crash you like wake up right. you know what i mean but, but you can almost control yourself waking up like that's really what it is every night. Like the dream is to wake up. You know what I mean? Like it's not to, it's not to like force people to be woke, but it's like, if you sleep like every day, I hope you wake up like in real life. I hope you wake up. You know what I mean? Like that's the dream is to wake up. So it's not like a, the music ain't like a, a ploy to get people to like, listen, it's like, nah, every night I'm waking up. So I was, I was yep. just saying that the, the dream, the dream is to wake up, you know, like it's, it's like, like it's the music is, it's not really a preachy situation. It's just trying to give inspiration to the people to tell them that every day we, we tackling new issues and, you know, like the dream is to wake up, to give yourself the opportunity to, you know, address those, those issues, those problems. Right. Yeah. And I mean, Music's just one of those vessels that's like, just, I mean, one, it's easy to get it out there and spread the word, but also like people who want to think about it, they'll think, they'll sit and think about it. Yeah, for sure. Now, I think as far as the album goes, that's mostly what I got. Um, What are, I mean, what are some tracks that you guys are proud of on this album? All of them. <laughs> That's why I was yeah, that, 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 that would be my. It, it, it's funny, man. Every time I listen to the record, like, is I'm like, I'm just proud, bro. Like, I'm just happy. Every single, every single record on that project is is special. Like, every single one that I, you know, I mean, I could have favorites, but it's just like every session was was it was a different session and it brought different energy um it was it was just dope man it's like what what's the saying it's like you got you got your kids you can't just you can't just love one of them more than you love the other you know what i mean i <laughs> I, I just love them all and yeah, no, I'm, I'm 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 proud of all of it because i know we recorded it in such an unorthodox way you know like I'm so used to doing 30 and 40 records and then narrowing it down. Like, like the running joke is that I feel like my album, my solo album ain't finished, but it's like, I don't feel like I got enough to pick from. You know what hey, I mean? He got a, he got a, he got a double album too. But like, <laughs> but like, 
<laughs> but for like for 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 East Shore, it was like, what y'all want to do? We got to number. All right, we done. And I was like, that's it. That's <laughs> right. That's it. <laughs> that's really what it'd be. It'd be cats that really be going and being like in the studio and they record 40, 50 songs before that. So just so they could pick the best 14, 15 songs. And we just got to the song. We just got to the end and it was like, all right. It's <laughs> <laughs> it. All right, cool. Just, we got cool. a good 12. Let's go. And all of them made it. Like there is no, like we, we couldn't even do it. Like how they did season two. Like we we can't we couldn't do that. We have to actually go and record to do that. You know what I mean? Like it it would have to be just basically another East Shore Highway pro project because we don't have no leftovers. There was nothing left on the cutting room floor. Everything from those sessions are on East Shore Highway. That's awesome. And I got that's got to be unheard of. Like I don't know. I for sure haven't heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely heard of the process of recording everything and then just like, all right, well, let's see how many I want to actually do and put out. No, nah, everything we recorded made it. That's awesome. And it works too because, I mean, ain't no skips on this album. <laughs> that's dope. Thank that's you. the, that's you, the biggest compliment you, right there. Thank you, man. Like, I have no problem just throwing it on and just listening to it back to back, honestly. <laughs> That's Man. dope. It's just one of those ones. <laughs> Super tight. But uh, shoot, I mean, that that about wraps up all I got. I <laughs> oh, mean, appreciate you having us promote. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, no, the, yeah, that, that, you, bro. Of yeah. course, thank you for joining me. I mean, you got to put on dope music <laughs> and got to put the word out. This is the nah, bro, I got you. so. You don't like the crazy part is you don't though. Like it's, it's people, it's people that, that 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 claim to love love music, love hip hop specifically, and would rather spend the day or or use their platforms to talk about the shit that they don't like. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the fact that you you started a whole show and you only talk about the shit that you rock with is is so dope to me, bro. Like appreciate you it. could That's you dope. could easily you could easily go viral shitting on something. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. So it's, it's a it's a slower build when you putting people on shit that you love, but it's genuine. So the people who tap into your show, they really come in here because they fuck with your taste, and then they by by way of you they come rock with us. So I I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. Those are those are the best words I heard in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, the truth usually feels the best, man. Nah, that's you. real. That's facts. Uh, now, Easter Highway, it's on every DSP out there. Make sure you buy it if you can. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys got anything else you guys want to promote, anything coming up. I don't know if you guys can say much about what's happening with Grand National next, but... <laughs> mom's, mom's a word, bro. Some, <laughs> some, some, awesome, some awesome things in the work. So we just want to keep... Hey, man. We want to keep working and... and, and um, and you know, really, 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 really showing how grateful we are that we got the ears. Like we're not gonna disappoint now that everybody paying attention and not like the, the stakes is high now and, and we got we got some shit coming. Excited. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs>
It gets better. Yeah, it gets better. <laughs> we got <Stuff>. ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear. I will thank you all for joining me. Uh, thank you everyone who listened and watched this episode. Um, I'll make sure to link everything in the description. Everyone's handles, everyone's uh, music. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely check out East Shore Highway. I mean, I already did a review, so those of y'all who rock with the YouTube channel, I mean, y'all know how how I feel about it. <laughs> it's dope. Check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Bar for Bar podcast, baby. Yeah, so subscribe, man. You gotta tell them to subscribe. Oh, and yeah, hit the that. notifications, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Stop hit playing. The, hit the bell. Hit the bell. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Absolutely, absolutely, bro. Thank you. Keep rocking, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having us, man. Of course. I'll love to have you guys on later on if there's ever another East Shore Highway album or just in general, honestly. <laughs> This is a dope ass conversation. You got you got to act sharp. Me and money, me and money, ready? I'm ready. Whenever y'all ready to start recording, Ooh. bro. Hey, y'all heard it here first. <laughs> I'm ready. I've been ready. I, I just go. You know what's dope? It was dope. Is I've been just sitting back. These brothers have been working tire, tire, tirelessly on on Grand National on East Shore. Like between these two and, and Kev, like the three of those brothers are working really hard. So for me, I just sat back. I'm letting these brothers work. I didn't <laughs> want to step on no toes. And I just want these brothers to do what they've been doing because they're doing it so well. But I'm ready. When, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. You know what I mean? Let's, let's go. But, That's but, all I need but, to hear. But, but everything that they're doing is so dope. And it's and it's so needed right now, and, and I'm so appreciative of these brothers, man. And um, I'm I'm excited for the future, man, because it's just it's it's only up from here, man. Like we really, we we really all are on to something, and it's and it's you know to me, I always look to the Most High, and like there's a reason why we're all making music together, and while we all came together like we have, you know what I mean? Absolutely, so absolutely. I think this I think it's just the right time. The love, the love that this record has gotten and keeps getting. I keep getting DMs and text messages and all kind of shit. Like I, I can't tell you. Every day I'm getting hit with something about the record. And it's, it's it feels good. Like it's just amazing. Shit, I mean it's well deserved for sure. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. Sure. Of course. I will. That's all we got for y'all tonight. Uh, well, whenever y'all listen to this, I guess it doesn't have to be at night. <laughs> you know what the deal is. Comment if you got comments. Like and subscribe. And thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Please stay safe out there.